Thank you for tuning to the Rainy Day Horror Show. I am your host with the most Dusty McBalls, aka the Certified Cougar Hunter, aka the man with balls too big to handle. And on today's episode, we are taking a trip to Medicine Hat, Alberta, Canada to learn about the Richardson family murder. Now, make sure you get your Crocs on and please set them bitches in adventure mode and let's get this show on the road. Now, have you ever laid in bed at night and wondered if your spouse, your son, your daughter, or even your brother or sister, maybe your aunt or uncle, or heaven forbid, the old dusty motherfuckers known as your grandma and grandpa, and have you ever feared that maybe they might slip into your bedroom late at night with their backs pressed against the wall, blending in with the shadows as they shimmy close to your bed with the knife in their hand? Have you ever feared that they might press that cold, stainless steel blade up against your throat and in one quick, swift motion slit your throat and stand above you with a smile on their face as you choke and gurgle on your own blood? If not, I look pretty insane right now. But if so, then your worst nightmare came true, especially for the Richardson family on April 23rd, 2006, which happens to be a Sunday, and I was only six. So, what happened? What awful human being or human beings, yes, that's foreshadowing, were compelled to commit such a gruesome murder on the Lord's Day? Well, let's crack this sucker open like a fresh pound of snow crab legs. It all started when 23-year-old alternative and self-proclaimed 300-year-old werewolf Jeremy Steinke met 12-year-old Jasmine Richardson at a punk rock concert in 2006. Jasmine immediately became infatuated with Jeremy and his alternative lifestyle. And from that day forward, they became deeply in love with each other and those feelings never went away even after they got arrested. The two would send love letters back and forth to each other behind bars and one day Jeremy mustered up the courage to propose to Jasmine to which she said yes. But when Jasmine's family first heard about the diabolical love between their daughter and the 300-year-old werewolf, they were furious and grounded Jasmine forbidding her to see Jeremy the pedophile. 
And with those actions, Jasmine and Jeremy decided to murder her mother, her father, and her eight-year-old little brother, Jacob. Jasmine would discuss her plans on killing her parents with her friends on multiple occasions, but her friends never believed her. During Jasmine's trial, she claims that it was just stupid talk, but unfortunately for her younger brother, her mom Deborah, and her dad Mark, it turned out to be more than just talk. Multiple online messages that belonged to Jeremy and Jasmine were used to plan this murder. One message shows that Jasmine surprisingly was the one to start planning the family murder. Jasmine sent a message to Jeremy saying, I have this plan. It begins with me killing them and ends with me living with you. Another key incriminating message was posted on a blogging website that belonged to Jeremy saying, Payment. My lover's rents are totally unfair. They say that they really care. They don't. They don't know what's going on. They just assume. As their greed continues to consume, she is slowly going insane. She continues to thank me that I came into her life to help her out and to stop what they keep trying to shout. It's all total bullshit. Their throats, I wanna slit. They will regret the shit they have done, especially when I see to it that they are gone. They shall pay for their insolence. Finally, there shall be silence. Their blood shall be payment. Well, a month later, that's exactly what happened. The werewolf came over to Jasmine's house to commit the gruesome murder. Jeremy killed Jasmine's parents in the basement. Deborah was found with at least a dozen stab wounds, but Mark, on the other hand, put up a fight, attacking Jeremy with a screwdriver, but he too was also eventually stabbed to death. While Jeremy was in the basement, Jasmine was upstairs in her brother's bedroom. Jasmine had slit her eight-year-old brother's throat and left him to die in his bed. Then, on April 24th, one of the neighborhood kids and friend of eight-year-old Jacob went to the Richardson's house to play with Jacob. As he walked up to the house, the poor six-year-old kid saw Deborah and Mark's lifeless bodies through a window. He then ran home and told his mother, and then she called the police. Inspector Brent Secondiac was the first officer on scene. He immediately called for backup as he too saw the lifeless bodies of Deborah and Mark. After the officers did their search, they realized that Jasmine was missing. 
they eventually sent out an Amber Alert assuming that she was a victim and not a suspect. But after they searched her room and locker, their minds quickly changed. Jeremy and Jasmine were both eventually caught and arrested a hundred miles away from the crime scene. At Jasmine's trial in 2007, she was found guilty on three counts of first-degree murder and was given the maximum sentence for a minor. Six years in jail followed by four years of supervision in the community. She was only 13 when she was convicted and she's the youngest in Canada history to be convicted on multiple counts of murder and in 2016 she was set free. <laughs> Legal analysts speculate that Jasmine is living in Alberta under a speculated name and as far as they know she hasn't committed any more murders with some even speculating that she wasn't even rehabilitated at all because she never apologized or showed any remorse for her actions. Jeremy Steinke, on the other hand, was not released, and he was convicted in 2008 for three counts of first-degree murder as well. He was sentenced to life in prison without parole and he was only 25 when he got convicted. So, with that being said, I am your host with the most. I hope you enjoyed today's episode on the Richardson family murder. Make sure you lightly tap that notification bell so you know every time I upload. And make sure you follow my Instagram account at Dusty McBalls and my channel's Instagram account at The Rainy Day Horror Show. Stay frosty, stay foxy, and most importantly, stay safe. McBalls out. Yeah.